might have a mom, she might be the bomb But ain't nobody got a mom like mine Her love's till the end, she's my best friend Ain't nobody got a mom like mine Welcome to And Then She Said with Britt and Anissa As always, this mother-daughter duo are sharing and analyzing real-life experiences And nothing is off-limits So sit back, relax, and enjoy the shit show we call life How's it going? What's happening? It's fine. It's fine. Everything's great. It's fantastic. You have me running around the country like a crazy woman, and I'm handling it perfectly. Are you? Are you though? Can we get a? Can I get a definition of perfect? Um. So far, I've been where I needed to be when I was supposed to be there. That's and did what I was supposed to do. Well, that's a plus. Yeah. Total plus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So we haven't checked in in a while. So we're going to back up to uh, your Texas trip in November. Did I go to Texas in November? Yes. You did go to Texas in November. Did we? Did I do a podcast in November? We didn't do no, a podcast. No, we didn't do a podcast in November. Okay. So I went to Texas to visit my friend Susie, which... We've talked about our all the family's close, the wolf pack. <laughs> yeah, the wolf pack. So I went to visit them, um, and the visit went really well. Like it was good. We had a good time. We drove and shopped and things. But the weird thing was, I don't know if y'all believe in stuff like this. So I'm in a room, one of her bedrooms, and. Uh, her son who passed away, Talon, was my godson. He, um, she had, for whatever reason, I have never lost a child, so I don't understand the grieving process, but she had a card with his fingerprints on it and a picture and his obituary thing. And I'm like, y- you've got to put that away. Like, I like cannot. A shrine? No, like a shrine? Oh, no, because it was pure chaos in that room. Oh, like, okay. I think, I, I think like an organizational process was in the mix of what she was doing. So I'm like, you've got to put it away. I can't. Like, I can't. The whole you were there for time, his birthday too, right? Yes. I was there for his birthday. Yeah. Because that's, all, I mean, she could do her own podcast on why I was there for her birthday. <laughs> but his birthday. But anyway, so the whole entire time I'm there, after I had her put his stuff away, there was an orb in my screen that I couldn't see, but everyone else could see. And, um you know, how people say like orbs are spirits and all that stuff. And I know he was just screwing with me because that's how that kid was. was. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. No. So I had an orb. That was the only like weird thing that happened. Otherwise it went really well. Oh, she left me at the airport. I think she was 45 minutes late picking me up at midnight and in the Austin airport. That's like, that's Susie time though. I know. I know. I should have just expected it. And I shouldn't even have went outside. I just should have stayed in the airport. But Austin closes. It's not like a 24-hour airport. So there really wasn't anywhere for me to go. Um, And thank God I wasn't like in – it's not a bad airport. It's a nice airport. But, yep, 45 minutes late picking me up. But she did get me picked up. And she got me dropped off in time to leave. Because then I um, – what did I do after that? Then I came out to your house. Minnesota, didn't you? Minnesota and then your house? Yeah. 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 That's what you did to me. You, I went Texas, well, you Minnesota. Get, went home because you went on a 
a trip, a weekend trip. Yeah, I had to fly home. Yeah. So I went Texas. Yeah. <laughs> South Dakota, Texas, Minnesota, South Dakota, Idaho, all within two weeks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It went well. Not bad at all. I mean, you, I never you were wore where my you under- needed to be at all times. Yeah. And I never wore my underwear on the outside of my pants or mm. anything like that. So I feel like right away. So yeah, that was my November traveling. That's all I did travel. Travel day. Yep. It was travel day. Every day is a travel day. What about you? Oh, and then the reason I had to come in November would be because you got to go on a vacation, which I do not even understand what that means. I did. And I booked it really long. (laughs) By like the third day, we were like, when are we going home? Well, okay. So I went, so we had Thanksgiving. We went over to Baker and had Thanksgiving. And then we left our kids there and Dustin and I went on our anniversary trip because we started last year this, we go to Vegas for a couple days every year. And then, no, before that I went to Minnesota. So while I was in Minnesota, I got a nice little phone call from my youngest son's director about how I am not a, a present parent and I need to work more on his feelings and, and all these different things that happen. So you travel for work. Well, except for that week long Vegas vacation. Yeah, but he's never had it. So my youngest can definitely play into any emotions that you're feeling. Like he's really good at matching your energy and then taking it a step further. Like that's just how he is. And he, I'm pretty sure he's also an empath. Like he mm-hmm. feels feelings and he feels them hard and he feels everyone's feelings. So I'm very sure he's an empath, which is not be my whole staff just quit after I said that because it's not behavioral mm-hmm. at all. So that was mm-hmm. the start. And I was in, so she wanted to sit and talk to me about plans and how I could make the transition um, a little bit better. Cause we're moving to Virginia here in a couple of weeks. And she's like, well, why don't you do a calendar? Why don't you tell him the date you're moving? Why don't you tell him the date that his house is going to get packed up? Dude, this is November and we leave in January. Anyone who's military knows that that's not even realistic to give them no, plans a date. Can change. Yeah. yeah. And he gets really disappointed when his I tell him something and then it doesn't happen. So that was a whole... Um, I had a little, I did have mom guilt about leaving them, but I was less mom guilt because I knew my mom was coming into town and she's just a surrogate for me anyway. So they don't even notice I'm gone when she's around. That so, his teacher is the most judgy teacher. Passive aggressive to a oh, yes. All the time. So, like whenever I drop him off or pick him up, I'm like, oh God. Like you yeah. can just tell. Especially because we roll in, I mean, and she did one day with me. Yeah. And the one time she's like, oh, you're back again. I wonder for how long. And I'm like, really? Seriously? The reason I can afford to put him in your classroom is because I travel for work. (laughs) The one day I had to peel him off my legs. I'm like, Hugh. You're not staying home with me. I'm sorry. But. And then one day in when I was in Minnesota, I had Beth go get him early. Yeah. he just, But he also knows how to play the game. I mean, no, he's but not tell, tell what she told you to do. Oh, Let him decide. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm supposed to, when we wake up in the morning, if Hugh doesn't feel like going to school, I'm supposed to just let him not go to school. 
I'm pretty sure that's illegal in some states. Once you, which in preschool, yeah, I get it. But like, that's just setting up for disaster when it is required by the state law that you send that. Child. Yeah. And let me tell you, this is kid born 2019. So the year before COVID, he stayed home with me his whole first year. I tried to put him in daycare and then COVID happened. So he then again stayed with me the whole next two years or next year, tried to put him in daycare again. And the one of the workers was arrested for child abuse, pulled him out of daycare. Then he stayed home with me again until he could go to this specific school because he had to be old enough to go to this school. So he needs school. Oh, yeah. And then I knew you'd been sending him religiously to school because we'd worked on, we, I act like I'm one of his parents. We'd worked on like structure and everything. Yeah. And uh, he goes to me the one day, he's like, you know, sometimes my mom just lets me stay home. And then I'm like, oh my God, does she let him stay home? And then just makes him be really quiet in the meeting. So I can't tell he's there, but I don't feel like, I feel like he would rat you out. He would rat me out with no, with no problem whatsoever. Oh, his mm-hmm. next thing was, cause then Cash was like, well, why does Hugh get to stay home and I have to go to school? And I was like, Hugh's not technically in real school right now, but you are in real school and you have to go to school. So then Hugh's next argument is I'm not in real school. I can stay home. Like, oh my God. And let me just tell you, okay, so I flew in on a Sunday. You all got home on Wednesday, right? Went Thursday, mm-hmm. the day before Cash's birthday. So I flew in. That day went fine. Like, wait, we had tell, start- what did the other grandparents look like when they dropped them off? Oh my God. I've never seen two people like run from a house <laughs> as fast as they did. They didn't even, I was like, I don't even think they can. Well, I know Dustin's dad didn't even come past the garage. And Beth is like, here you go. Good luck. And just was gone. Like they ran. And so, which with me, I feel like I'm less of a grandparent with them in general. Like they don't get to do as much fun stuff. They, um, I am way more strict. of an interaction. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, they all know, like, it's just so funny. Cause Hattie's with me right now. And she's like, do you have observation today? Or what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh my God, that's how my grandchildren are raised. Like they know I work and I work from home and they know that certain times you can't, but so everything went well. We forgot homework. We got everybody's lunch when we needed to. We did all of that. The only thing I forgot was to bathe them. <laughs> Which I bathed them and the they first have set bath days too. So I can't believe that <laughs> Hugh wasn't like, mm, my butt is itchy. I need a bath. Well, and it's so funny because um, Britt got, and it was like two days. <laughs> I think it was the day like Britt was like, or Britt said something about a bath or Hugh probably said his butt was itching. And I was like, oh my God, they haven't had a bath since Sunday. <laughs> And I am fanatical about bathing them. Yes. I'm always giving Britt and Ta- like, well, Taylor, her kids bathe every morning, but Britt, I'm always like, don't you think they need a bath? Like, shouldn't they, or shower? Like, don't you think they should take a shower? Days. Yeah. Five days, the children were the, st- so I get why the teacher is a little judgy, I suppose. Um, they had clean clothes on, clean underwear. They brushed their teeth. I just forgot to bathe them. They do get clean underwear because, as Hugh says, I have to change my underwear every day so I'm not crusty. Mm-hmm. That's his favorite. His favorite yeah. Thing. So there are probably reasons why that teacher judges. Probably. I mean, I mean, so, it's not unfounded at all. So then on top of that, the day that 
Dustin and I got back from Vegas. We got home one night. Cat Hugh totally got to stay home the next day because uh-huh. Uh-huh. at like 11 p.m., we had to take Cujo, our little dog who's been with us forever, and get her put down because she okay. was in active heart failure. <laughs> I've never been so happy that a dog like hung on until the last two hours like two hours after Britt walked in the door. So the day before, like I picked her up from the kennel and she's fine. She's eating, she's doing all this stuff. And like Cujo has been with us all summer. So I already know the diagnosis, like all we could, we were like the whole time thinking like, just let her hang on until Dustin gets home. And then, so I knew like she wasn't doing well. Well, the day before Britt's supposed to come home, I texted Britt and like her dogs are so food driven. I'm like, Cujo won't eat or drink and she won't come out of her kennel and Britt's like oh no and I'm like, she's like you might have to take her in I'm like hell no oh am I taking the dog they'd be like remember the time grandma put our dog to sleep oh my God. it was so bad and we got home and then so I'm not we're not gonna talk too much about this because this is our two story our yeah. story for yeah. each side of the story so we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute so Cujo got to stay home, and we did make the decision not to tell Cash that Cujo was gone. So Before we sent him to school because it was his birthday. Because it was his birthday. And so he got sent to school without knowing Cujo was gone. And then on the way home, it was just me and him, so I told him. And let me tell you, 100 questions spiral off. Just thousands of questions. But that was then redirected to Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. Because that is all my son wants to do every day is go to Chick-fil-A and eat inside of Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. So so we were driving to Target because that was the other thing. I did bribe cash because the Wednesday before his birthday – the night Britt was supposed to get home, I teach. And so like, that's an hour where they're 100% on their own. Like it is Lord of the flies. And so I was like, if you all are good, if you promise to be good, cash can get his present first. So um, cash got this Lego set that it was not the Lego set he wanted, but he got it. And then he got a little Lego set. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about what do you, cause you get to pick your dinner And I'm Mm -hmm. like, Cash, what do you want for dinner? And he's like, Chick-fil-A, but I want to go inside. Because for Huey's birthday, I took him inside Chick-fil-A. And I said, well, okay, we'll go inside for Chick-fil-A. And he's like, my mom is never going to go inside Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, why? And um, he's like, she's too nervous to go inside. And Hugh goes, she's not nervous. She's crazy. And I'm like, Oh oh my God. I'm like, okay. Which one of them were more correct than the other? (laughs) Texted Brit and I'm like, okay, we're going to have to um, talk about what, what, what the proper terminology for whatever it is that is happening. And then cash is just like, I'm like, Cash, it's not that big of a deal to go in Chick-fil-A. He's like, I just want to experience, I just want to experience it. I've never experienced it. Oh I'm like, bridge. Yeah. So we sat there and we even got Dustin to go. Of course, Dustin was ready to go 
from Chick-fil-A in like 10 minutes. The best thing is, so I went to pick them up. I went, so anyone in knows Chick-fil-A, like you can sit outside of Chick-fil-A. You don't have to sit inside of Chick-fil-A um, play area. So the kids were in the play area and we were just sitting right outside the play area. And I went in to get them and there was a group of kids all, like all playing together. And this one girl, um, I could tell that she had, well, I'm not going to diagnose anything, but she wasn't neurotypical. And she looks at her grandma or whoever was there picking her up and goes, this is the best day ever. This is the, or this is the best thing ever. Like complete monotone. It was adorable, but her and Cash were right there on the same page together. Cash is like, I don't, he's like, Disney, no Chick-fil-A play area. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. So that was his birthday. And then I tried to fly out and leave and there was like the first snowstorm. Okay. So when I go to the airport, it would like, we can't see. It's I see. Yeah. All the people are going in the ditch. I'm like, Brit, I can't fly out. Like I can't do it. And my flight wasn't for two hours. I'm like, okay, what do I do? Should I cancel it? Should I not cancel it? What should I do? And, um, so I, I canceled it. Uh, just because I knew like my anxiety of flying out, which I understand Dustin, like gave me this big long spiel about how aircrafts work, but I, so I cancel it, but then I made my return flight for two weeks later instead of the next day. So I'd redo all of my flights. I now have like a $500 credit for Delta because I messed up all my flights, but I'm not kidding. It was so much better just to wait until the weather was clear. Cause I knew it was not going to be a good flight because flying over those mountains over Boise when the weather is even like decent is the roughest flight ever. And then my payback was when I did fly back, it was one of the roughest, like we couldn't even, the stewardess, the whole, and so I'm like, what would have been the day before? Because the flight out was, I mean, it was like, it was no service whatsoever because the flight attendants had to stay seated the entire time. Oh yeah. That's never. I hate those. I hate those. Gosh. Um, so then I'm trying to think, I think that was pretty much November for us. Anything, mm-hmm. nothing else craziness happened. No, because I flew back on December 2nd. Yeah, or that I yeah. we can remember we haven't repressed or anything. I don't think right. so. I think it was good. Mm-hmm. Everything else is fine. That was fine. So let's go to And Then She Said. So we're going to talk about Cujo in the And Then She Said. This was quite an ordeal. So I'll start with my perspective. So I get a call from mom while I'm in Vegas. And I think it was like our in the morning of our last day. And she tells me all this, Cujo's not eating. She's not coming out. Nothing. And I'm like, okay, well, just keep an eye on her. You might have to take her in everything. And then we got home. And what, she had just peed on you or something? Peed? She walked out. So I was sitting in the living room. She walked out. And stood right in front of me where I was sitting and just peed. And then walked back into her kennel. Into her kennel, yeah. So she Mm -hmm. didn't even come out of her kennel when Dustin and I came home. And she loves Dustin. Like, that was who we were trying to get her to. Because Dustin just got back from Japan. So we're like, let's let's hope she makes it till Japan. So then we're sitting there going back and forth, trying to decide, okay, are we going to take her in? What are we going to do? I gave Maeve Governor an eighth of a trazodone of Mina's medicine to calm her down a little bit which in retrospect was probably not 
I'm not that kind of doctor. Um, <laughs> and then she was good. Like she was laying there. She's fine. She's not hyperventilating, not doing anything. So I went to lay down in bed. And then all of a sudden I hear, Britt, come out. And I had to go come out and get Cujo. So then we decided we called what? three different vets and finally mm-hmm. found one that would take her. So I honestly was just going to pack her up and take her myself because that's usually how things work out in our house. Um, and as I'm carrying her, so then mom politely asked Dustin to go with me. That's how we're going to put it. <laughs> and we're out to the car and I'm holding Cujo and I'm like, she can't, I, I feel like she can't die in my hand arms. Like that will be it. That will set me over. I don't know why nothing. So Dustin took her. And during this whole time, my mom's in the background going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, if you say, oh my God, one more time, I may throttle you. <laughs> I, got, I can't do this. So we got in, we drove to the emergency vet, which were extremely nice. I don't remember what the name of them there are, but um, they took Cujo back and then had us sit in the foyer or whatever waiting area. I guess it's not a foyer. And finally I go up, I'm like, can we go be with her? Because there's no reason she needs to be sitting back there by herself and everything. So then the doctor came in and tried to, or the vet came in and tried to give me my options. And I was like, we've already been through this. Like we know it's time to put her down. So they put us in like a little family room with like a couch and some puppy treats and like all of these amenities to put her down. And then we had to do that. So that's so nice though. Like and I'm guessing- and they sent us a card like a week later, they sent us a condolence card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so- okay. There's okay. Let me tell you what was running through my mind. First of all, I was not going with you. That was it. Like I, that was why I was so panicked because Dustin's like, what, why do I need to go? I'm like, Dustin, are you out of your mind? Like you need to go with her. Like I'm that there is, you're not, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. And Dustin's like, oh, okay. And he's so, fu- him and Cash are so much alike oh in the fact goodness. that the way they react to things, because Dustin's like, whatever. And was, but then he went completely quiet and his eyes got big. And that's how you can tell when he's like, <laughs> something's affecting him. Something's yes. affecting him. So um, he was like, okay, fine, I'll go with. And so he gets, and all I remember is him like staying in the car holding her. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be bad. Which is, oh my God, oh my God. Because I'm like, Britt, you have to take, like, I cannot stand to see an animal suffering, but I don't want to be a part of ending the suffering either. Like, because I knew she was suffering. Um, So I was trying to be supportive, which comes out a lot like panic. Well, the best part is to, so I told Cash on the way home from school and everything. Well, okay. What happened the morning of school was they woke up. Cash just doesn't like pay attention to things. So we knew he wouldn't be an issue at all. Um, But then Hugh woke up and right before we were leaving out the door, he asked where Cujo was. He's like, I'm going to go let Cujo out. And so we literally like, threw cash and all of his school stuff out of the car with mom. And I didn't want Dustin to be there one to tell him that Cujo passed because feelings again, of course, being shaped here. So then I had to tell Hugh real quick before I dropped cash off. 
And then on the way home, I told Cash, and Cash walks into the to the house and looks at Hugh and goes, "Did you hear?" And he was like, "What?" And Cash goes, "She dead." R.I.P. R.I.P. Yep. So I have Which two completely different. Probably exactly what Dustin said. Probably. Because then he had to. So then, of course, it's Christmas reservations for the vet or for the um, boarding. So I'm like, crap, you need to call and cancel Cujo. Um, and I just started bawling. I, I was sitting on the floor bawling, going through things. I don't even know. And so he, Dustin called and they asked and she, he, what did he say? She died or she's gone. She's gone. She's gone. And then they must have said like gone. He's like, she's old. She was old. She was old. She was old. Which he handled it really well. I mean. (laughs) Then we got her ashes back, which are Mm -hmm. now currently sitting on my mantle. And we were going to bury her at my in-laws. And I just can't do it. I don't know why. So Cujo is going to be, I haven't decided 100% if she's traveling to Virginia with us or if she's hanging out with the guns. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't decided yet. but she's she's sitting and today i was like oh don't we can't forget to take cujo over because i think we're gonna put her in the gun safe and the boys are like she's dead (laughs) oh my god they're like oh my god mom is crazy she's entered in a new reality of now not only can we not go to chick-fil-a but she also thinks cujo is still here okay it's like what is that family vacation where the grandma's in the back in the rocking chair they drug her dog. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk crazy and dogs. Um, do you have any exciting news that happened to you in the dog realm? Oh my God. So, oh, that was the other reason I had to be home for Thanksgiving because I helped my friend out in her shop in Hill City, Jewel of the West. Shout out to that. That's where I got this nice Johnny was um, coat. Anyway, so you know me. Um, I'm ta- I always talk to everyone. And so I'm talking to, there's a lady that, a family that I know that shops in there all the time. And uh, I was like, they raise dogs. I'm like, yeah, we're going to get another lab. Our lab is 14 and um, we need, my husband needs a service dog. Like he just does. Like he can't bend. He can't do a lot of things. He can't travel. He can't be alone or he's crazy. And there again, that crazy word. Hmm, I wonder why we use that so much. Anyway, so I'm talking. She's like, oh, okay. Well, my husband's going to come in. You can talk to him about it. He knows more about the dogs and all that stuff. So I'm telling my, the, the guy who raises the dogs and he's like, well, so what's going on? I said, well, my husband's disabled. He has PTSD. Um, he, uh, was in a, in a situation where he just, it was just flying is not an option traveling. He gets really anxious when he's separated from all of us. And, uh, the guy looks at me. He's like, I'm going to give you a puppy. And I was like, Oh my God. And the backstory for this kennel is they donate dogs to South Dakota disabled vets to be service dogs. So they're not only hunting dogs, they have really good hunting dogs, but they're also their dogs demeanor and disposition is good for service as well. So, uh, I was like a lab, which is, yeah, it's a lab. Yeah. And so I like got teary eyed, which you know how I feel about emotions. And the lady next to me that was, the lady next to me that was shopping started bawling, like just bawling. And so I didn't tell Shane about this because the puppies were, they were little. 
Um, so I didn't tell him about it. So I had to keep a secret from him for what, like two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was in, I was in, I think everyone knew about it. Oh, I told everyone. It was in our other group chat. So we have two group chats, (laughs) group chat with dad and group chat without dad. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I told everyone, I called everyone. I was like, so excited for him because I know like we were, well, and we were just at Christmas and I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's so many things that I know now when I watch, like what he needs help with Mm -hmm. as far as like doing things. And so, um, I know it will be a long process to get it trained and like, it's up. He is a puppy, a big, he is a puppy. So, um, a sassy puppy. Oh, he is, but so he's sassy. already like, I mean, as long as you catch him, he's going out. He is, I mean, he's, he's good anyway. He's super cute. But so we now have a new puppy, which, uh, you swore you got, were not going to get. Yes. We got him in December, like the second week of December. Um, and so he wasn't supposed to come home with us. Uh, he was able to come home with us. He was old enough, but we were going to be traveling. And so he wasn't supposed to come home with us until the 27th. I was supposed to pick him up. They were going to keep him for us. And your father would not leave the place without him. Turkey Creek Kennels is the place in the South Dakota. And honestly, if anyone is looking for a dog, like they're amazing. The dogs are amazing. Every person that has a dog from them, like on, cause they, we videoed it and everything. And your dad was all, um, excited and stuff and almost cried. Um, but everyone that has commented has been like, you know, any dog we've gotten from there is just like a really good multi-purpose dog. They're very smart and, Henry is really smart. Yeah. He but is. He is a puppy. He's ornery. Yeah. Well, that leads us into let's talk about why you weren't going to get a new dog. How was your summer with Mina? Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm reliving it every day of my life. Uh-huh. I do believe you told everyone who you could possibly tell that you were never going to get a puppy again. Well, and Kiki, honestly, will probably be training the dog the most because that's, it's just like having Mina. So in the mornings when they get up, I told your dad, I'm like, you have to really watch her because sometimes, well, the puppy is naughty and kind of bites at her, but she'll turn around and snap. And I just don't want him to get hurt yet. He's almost as big as her though. He's growing so fast, but I'm like every morning we would do that with Mina and Kiki too, is put them outside so they could like wrestle and fight. And that's what we do with the puppy. And we've, I now have been walking. We have a trail around our house. And so we've been walking the trail and he does really good. If I put Kiki off leash, so she's a little bit ahead of him, then he follows on leash. But the problem is not the puppy. No. What's the problem? The handler. However, Mm -hmm. what's the problem in my situation? The puppy. The puppy. (laughs) Yeah, you're done. and we can talk more about that and when we recap December. But yeah, so we do have a new dog. It's yes. been, and your dad loves it more than I think. I didn't think he could love a dog more than Hadley, which she's. I mean, obviously, still with us. She's fourteen, but I think he might. Well, and that leads us into our life hack of how to keep your father from going crazy. So when his first hunting dog was getting old, we got Hadley. And now Hadley is there. So we now have Henry. So the life hack is to keeping your dad from losing his crap when his dog dies is to buy him a new one while the other one is still alive. Well, and then, I mean, we have Kiki. I don't know what we'll do when Kiki goes. That will be sad. 
there's no way he'll let you get another corgi. <laughs> no way. No way. Kiki's so good. She's so good. Except oh, yeah. there's just, yeah. When we talk about December and our way home, we can talk more about Kiki. Yeah. So we have a new puppy. It's great. Everything is going good. We have the new puppy that is replacing the old puppy, which is, oh my God, so much. All right. So what was your pit and your peak for this whole month? For November? Yeah. Um, I think my peak, well, my peak and my pit were kind of, my peak and my pit. I was really sad when Cujo died, but also super happy that Cujo waited until you came. Because <laughs> like, Cujo was, let me just tell you about this dog. Cujo was the lowest maintenance dog ever. 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 Her I biggest mean, downfall is she like peed every once in a while places. Well, as she got older for sure. Yeah. Or yeah, or just to be spiteful. But like I don't know how she even survived. I swear, sometimes no water, no food for days. Yep. Figured it out. She and was. so I was that was a peat in a pit. Pit in a peak. I think also the peak was the um Turkey Creek giving us that puppy, which we could have easily paid for ourselves but it was just cool that they like recognized that he needed one and that was super cool and then um that i got to be with cash on his birthday even though Britt said that hugh is not going to care that i'm not with him on his birthday but i think that's going to be a whole another issue he's probably going to be more focused on the fact that we don't have a house to live in (laughs) and then um i mean i just think november was a good month it was good tiring it was a good travel month so mm-hmm. mine is my pit was losing Cujo even though it was she was no longer suffering um my peak was probably that I have the ability to have so many family members around to help with the boys so we can work from I can travel for work or Dustin and I can go on a trip so it's going to be a little harder when we live across the United States from everywhere. Virginia is a ways away. It is. It is. However, we are going to only live like three hours from Kyle and Allery, who we met in Florida and we've, we were both in their wedding and we haven't seen them since they got back from overseas. So we already have a play date scheduled with them. So that's kind of exciting. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, and everyone I've talked to that has lived out there, um, you know, and we were out there for a little while, but we didn't like, it was only like four months or whatever, which was so long ago, but there's so much to do that you'll get to see. There's still mountains, there's still other things and it'll be, you know, you all are going to end up living on the West coast. So it'll be your time to like check out everything, go to DC, do all of that stuff. So I'm excited because I already have the things that I want to do. So for your trips and you know that, Oh my God, someone at work was like, what are you going to do when, um, Brit's so far away? And the other person's like, she'll just go there. Yeah. It's just, I just made Delta platinum. Yeah. It's not a Jenga game. It is. It is. Now I'm Um, diamond. Yeah. So I have no, I mean, I travel all the time. I will just, I will fly out there. And I love, that would be the other thing. Um, we've had a hard, hard couple months. 
in K now, not like hard, bad, hard, busy, exhausting months. Yeah. And the fact that like, I'm so grateful for what we have and what we've done. Like we don't, I don't think we celebrated enough because we're so tired from the day to day. Like we're, um, so things are going to change a little bit for us in the first of the year because we both will have full caseloads and things like that. But honestly, I can't, I can't imagine doing anything any else. other. Yeah. Like we're yeah. so blessed um, yeah. to be doing that. So. Okay. That. So our quote of the week, I think we pulled was from Cash and best birthday ever. Or she did. Mine was, too. mine was, I just want to experience Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. I just, I just, I just want to experience Chick-fil-A on the inside. It. I just want to experience it. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Oh, so okay. my motherly, Lewis motherly wisdom. wisdom. Sometimes you just got to do the stuff you don't want to do in the name of your children. So I understand. But in my defense is I created deprivation of the play area. And if he would have gone to the play area all the time, we would have had to take him somewhere more expensive. Because he's used to it. So I've created deprivation. Yep. Sometimes we're going to be talking about this a lot, I'm guessing, when you're in Virginia. Because you are going to have to do things that are way outside your comfort zone or the things that I already made a play date with somebody else in Virginia. Thank you very much. Who? The realtor helping us out has a four and a half year old. Oh, nice. Um, and because you, one of your kids is super social. I know. And he's exhausting. going to need interaction. A lot of interaction. Uh, and sometimes you have to do things. I still am doing things for you guys that I don't want to do. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't you? Do, do you want, where's my list? I can't find it because I've tore apart my whole house and there's nothing where it started. But once I find that list, I should publish that. The things you that can be my running list. The things you do for your children that you don't want to do. Yeah, I, I got to You know funny. you know. <gasps> All right. Well, let's wrap it up. <laughs> let's just end there. Before, I, before, before I find she finds list. the list, we're just going to cut it off. <laughs> yes. So um, we would love to hear from you. So check out our Facebook at And Then She Said and our Instagram account at And Then She Said Podcast. Thank you for listening. And remember, the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack. Mm-hmm.